like he knew what he he said bam and lean back. <laughs> lean back. <laughs> let, me t- let me tell you about let me tell you about producer talk. Salada, gotcha. Heard, bam. A okay. Bingo. Wow. Like it's Wait. Just, <laughs> just keywords. Bingo is nuts. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Feels. First of all, before we even get into introductions, we're sorry about last week's video. It was janky. I am trying to find us a replacement system. Hopefully, this episode comes out pretty good. But I've talked to a couple of our producers, and they've told us the issues with the video. And so we want to try to work on that. I think part of it is I'm in a different part of the house. I'm a little further away from the Wi-Fi, so I'm a try to get a booster in here or something. Um, the, what's happening is the video isn't syncing properly. So when I go to try to put it together, Janelle is talking in response to something I haven't said yet and vice versa. It's, it's been a, it's been a little bit of a, a shit show. So we're going to try to clean that up in the upcoming weeks. I've already had one producer ask for her money back. I told her try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Uh, but Not how we treat the producers, really, y'all. No, no. This is my sister, specifically. Uh, I and thought that's how we treat the producers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We, we are working Video on it. Video don't work. Fuck you. Pay me. Audio <laughs> is trash. Fuck you. Pay me. Hey, man. Come on. A lot of our producers that was in the, that was in the life, y'all bought drugs before, goddammit. <laughs> If you wasn't happy with the product, your weed man be like, I got you on the next go. Like, on the next go. He's not yeah. coming back. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at other uh, software platforms that might be a little bit helpful. Uh, but unfortunately, we're on the best one. I keep reading where this is this yeah. is the best for the, the, the type of production that we're doing. So, you know, we could try another one and see if it works. But, you know, that's kind of up there. So apologies. Now. I'm your host, T. Greasy, with my co-host, Janelle, and our producer extraordinaire, C Major. Shout out to Blue Haze. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's get, um, I don't know, I don't have much, we did a lot of our green room talk before we, <laughs> 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 to be honest, I don't have too much. I went to the city three times this week, I'm exhausted. Mm. Um, twice for work. <laughs> you be sounding like you went to the Thunderdome and you had to walk there in football pads holding gas cans until you've driven in Atlanta rush city. hour. <laughs> until you've driven in Atlanta rush hour traffic for survival in survival mode. Uh, I I don't know what to tell you. The DMV is traffic, but at least the majority of the folks in the DMV know how to drive. And know the basic rules and fundamentals of driving. In Atlanta, there is no room. You cannot change the channel. If your podcast ends, that's a, you just riding in silence. You can't take your eyes or hands off of the off of the wheel or the road. You just can't. Shit is happening at, at a split second. You think you got a four or five car length between you and the, the man in front of you. Next to you know, the brake lights are right here. 
Yeah, Next thing, <laughs> you change lanes. It's a washing machine in the middle of the lane. I can't explain how many dangers I tried to avoid just to make it home. Just in the car, not even on some. Not I'm not even talking about the fucking crime. The crime is something else. <laughs> the shooting, the carjackings, niggas twerking on gas stations. Shit is crazy out here. So yes, I'm exhausted. I drove to the city three times and made it back. I pat myself on the back. I'm drinking tea, trying to relax, <laughs> doing yoga stretches, meditating, trying to get myself reset for next week. Hopefully, it's only one trip, and and I'll be back to normal. But that's what happened with me this week. What's up with y'all, C Major Janelle? What y'all? What y'all? What y'all I feel I can't even be mad at that because I feel like I've experienced everything you just listed off during like, and I've only been to Atlanta driving maybe two or three times, and I've experienced everything you listed. It's it's different. Mm -hmm. It's different. I mean, a bridge collapsed. What do you want? (laughs) 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 Fucking overpass collapsed just randomly. What do you want? Never mind. It's been cold out this bitch, and they had a little bit of ice and don't mm. know. Oh, it's a wrap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go nah, because when I lived there in '99, it snowed once. The city was it. It was on fire. And Miss Janelle's been in, in in the DMV back in the DMV ever since. Ever yes. since. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's trash. Um, yeah. my week was interesting because the prior week I was like hey y'all you know it's about to snow you know my situation with my whip is is such that I won't be coming in if it snows do you know the motherfuckers gave me a a work from home kit ASAP like (laughs) it was like (laughs) oh oh Janelle can't come in oh oh Let's get IT. Nick. Found a they found boosted the your Wi-Fi and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sent you home with with vouchers for Xfinity Yo. with Verizon. <laughs> Sent me home with crazy equipment, and I'm like, really? So y'all dirty motherfuckers. <laughs> she could have been doing this the whole time, C Major. Mm-hmm. The whole time. They magically they found a VPN credentials. <laughs> When I tell you the motherfucking IT man was going a mile a minute, like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to add that. You need this and this and this, don't you? Well, let me put that on anyway. And I'm like, okay, I see where this is. So, yeah, um, that happened. And I got to work from home a few days this week. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going back. Um, <laughs> got you, bitch. Now I'm in here. <laughs> now what you gonna do? I'm fully nah, functional, baby. <laughs> what you nah, want? My supervisor, cool as hell though. He uh, he's like, Janelle, you can work from the moon if you want to. I don't care what's going on. So, I think we're gonna set up an arrangement. Absolutely. I think it gave you Nick Fur Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, privileges. We can set yeah. up a station up in space. Hey. Whatever you need to happen, we'll make it happen. Whatever so. you need to contact all the Avengers, <laughs> we'll make it. We'll make it work. You need how many jets you need? Exactly. Uh, so that worked out. So I was glad I didn't get a new car. 
because everybody was on board like oh oh no it's not safe <laughs> no no i'm not i'm not letting i'm not letting yeah. you get that off yet i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> i'm not letting you get no, I'm glad I, support I didn't get that a new shit. car i support I, no. that shit the chrysler no. definitely got me out of work this this past week see i'm like y'all y'all see what the fuck i deal with on the day to day i'm not coming that's it yeah. all you got to do is do the eye Y'all see what I roll up in. Mm-hmm. Y'all see how I'm living. Mm-hmm. Y'all both was trash. Y'all can get new vehicles. And I know they sick of me because of where I they work sick. too. Like you they work you, right. <laughs> they give you a right loaner. Here. <laughs> they would give. Right and and especially back in the like now you not you not walking distance mm-hmm. no more. But still you close enough that they give you a loan. They'll trust you with a loaner, nigga. <laughs> Nope. What is that? A twenty minute commute? Like, like this nigga, <laughs> this nigga looked at us one day and said the commute. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep it fuck. Y'all know where I'm at. Like the yeah, commute, I know the, the 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 time. Yeah, it's twenty minutes with the conditions right, <laughs> but right, the conditions are never right. They're never right. <laughs> I still don't want to hear that shit. I'm thirty. <laughs> I'm thirty plus miles away from my. Place of work, yeah, and I chose that life. That's I did. That's I chose it, but you can't you can't get this. I'm not even gonna I, get into hey, real estate. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Change that for the flexing podcast. Yeah, episode. we'll flex that later. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so my week was good. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I got. Oh, just found out. Cuz moved to moved to Georgia. Cuz from Denver moved to Georgia. Antoine. Oh shit! The homie, hey. yeah, yeah. He just moved, and we met up for dinner on uh, Friday evening. He and his wife, and 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 one of his kids. Great, great young lady. <clears throat> First time meeting her. Super awesome. Antoine is Antoine, so we was yeah. laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had mm-hmm. a good time. And yeah, it was real cool. I, was, I feel like we getting a little bit of a, you know, a little community down here. That's so this what's up. Go ahead, C Major. Yeah, about to that's say funny. Funny you mentioned our family in Denver because uh, I remember Ma hit the group chat was like, "Yeah, we got a special aunt," which I'm gonna go ahead and say it probably my favorite aunt on that side. Um, I mean, it's the only aunt. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's I mean respectful, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not the only aunt, but but um, the only. Sister of our dad. That's yes, what I meant to say. Yes, yeah. yes. Go ahead. Biologically. Um, but uh, yeah, the mom was like, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be. <laughs> I keep fucking it up, but you know what I'm talking about. I get, I get it, but. <clears throat> um, so yeah, mom was talking, like, yeah, she got to be there. Keep, keep it going. <laughs> Miss Janelle behind the camera. Like, I know, Miss Janelle Fashion. Stop yeah. filming, nigga. She's like, keep talking. It's getting worse. <laughs> but yeah, man, she got a milestone B day coming up. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, it's supposed to be doing something in March. I was like, yo, Denver would be fly. Then I got to thinking about March weather. <laughs> and then I got to thinking about Denver. Yeah. And I was like, that's going to be a fly text message I send to her. <laughs> Come. Yeah. Come. It's gonna be heartfelt, huh? Yo, <laughs> shit going. I'm gonna paint a picture in that bit. Like I'm gonna have the background, I'm gonna have the visible text. Like yeah. <laughs> she's gonna have to discover what I'm gonna say. 
on her birthday. Yeah, I was thinking about making that trip too, mm-hmm. but it's a little too close to my other trip. Mm. And I was thinking, I'll just stay in Denver and fly from there. But then I was like, I'm going to spend that much more in hotel. Mm. So I was like, yeah, a fly text, maybe a card. Mm. I find out if she yeah. likes flowers, maybe we'll get something delivered to her or something like that. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's what I was thinking about. I mean, outside of that, like I said, got all got all work. My my balls hit me with the the Dak Prescott picture mm. text, and then the caption said, "If <laughs> if I send you this, that means I'm not sh- going to show up." <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and she put my name in bold underneath that. <laughs> I was like, "That's the only time I'll accept being called a member of the Cowboys because yeah, I'm not that. showing up." <laughs> Because I've heard, you know, they could be niggas sound promising when they they know they about to call out. They send a text like, "Man, streets fucked up." I mean, at the best case, I best case, I might be late. Mm-hmm. And then once I got my eye, it looked like the streets clearing up. The owner sent out the email basically saying, "If you can't, if you feel like you can't make it, don't show up, nigga." That's <laughs> I me. Ne- I never <laughs> felt so unsure before. <laughs> <laughs> Like, let me get out. I started doing responsible shit. Let me go shovel the driveway now. Like oh, now, look at you. now, I want to do shit like I'm preparing to leave, even though I'm going the fuck back in the house. Like it's, <laughs> yep. it's the worst when you shovel the driveway to leave. You never yeah, want to do yeah. that. When you, you never want to. It's the worst because you're just mad from you're, you're mad from the inception <laughs> on. Like you're just mad. That's not a that's not a productive day at work. You no. just you just worked. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get your heart back, back in order before work. lunch. Now I gotta, yeah, mm-hmm. nah, 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 nah. I'm with yep, you. I'm yep. with you on that. Yeah, outside of that, this week was uh filled by just uh doing some more, doing some more music and recording, and uh, yeah, that's, all. that's what's up. That's up. Playoffs in full swing. I'll keep it short this time, Miss Janelle. Cowboys are done. It's over uh, with. I'm tired of y'all. Soon, a lot sooner than most people y'all. thought, too. I, I give you, hey, I'm no, I'm no, not I, with y'all. Not, but. Not, not me. Not me. Would you not, say Chris was right on time? time? <laughs> it was right on time. <laughs> it's been the same every year. I, it's been right on time, right on schedule. And I've said this and I'll say it again. That owner is the detriment of that fucking team just like our owner was the detriment of our team and we're gonna go through a rebuilding phase mm-hmm. and they could take their sweets i'm getting I, healthy hey. i know it's gonna take time i'm getting myself i'm getting my heart together i'm gonna wait i want to be nice and in shape i want to fly mm-hmm. to the new stadium i want to buy the box the vip box and sit there and watch that team in his glory i'm preparing i'm putting my money away in a in a in a high yielding account because when we ready and when it's time i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be in the dmv in burgundy and gold or whatever the new colors whatever they do i'm gonna be there and i'm be rocking with them i'm ready i'm planning away trips too i'm planning to show up in other people's oh yeah (laughs) environments and you know and for those listening who may not be fans of the home, we're not talking like next year. We know no, it's going to take. I've been waiting for this type of rebuild my whole life. <laughs> this is the. I need to know that these years of mediocrity are actually going to lead to something. We, and it, we for are the preparing. first time in fucking 31 years, going on 32, 
It looks like it's about to happen. It looks we, like it's about to happen. It, it turned in the corner. And all we got to do is just patience. We ain't got to, it's, it's not about next year. It's not, it's not even about the year after that. It's patience. And I'm ready. As long as we got that fool out of here and they already made moves this uh, instantly. The season's over. Bam, 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 bam. Okay. I like it. <clears throat> Let me just talk to the listeners about the domestic violence cycle. Um <laughs> Many times when a survivor is able to escape a relationship, um, when they go into a new one, they feel like they, they've healed to the point where this won't be the same situation. But, um, you know, as a person who is supportive of survivors, I'm always going to be there for you. Mm. Um, but, you I know, like prepare you yourself yeah, me too. mentally. Mm-hmm. For the the abuse to potentially continue, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you, and I hear you, Miss Janelle. And if mm-hmm. that is the case, then I will concede. But I need five. I'm giving us five years. Okay. I'm willing yeah. to be that patient to see what happens in the next five years. That's where I'm at. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm feeling good. And 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 looking at that how. Dallas imploded just reminded me how good we have it, how mm-hmm. much of an upside we we have. Because not only did they implode, but that motherfucker came right back a day or two later and said, "We're keeping, <laughs> we're keeping the head coach." <laughs> I said, the "Coach, great, keeping the QB." <laughs> not making any adjustments. <laughs> not making any adjustments. What? <laughs> what? His- I'm gonna tell you what's 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 amazing about the whole about the game in general. Just overall, you have a young team like Green Bay that came in there and did what they had to do, and they're the youngest team in the NFL. Right? They're not stopping. They're they're going to be scary for a long time. Mm-hmm. I know they just lost the 49ers last night, but, but gave them that's a, a tough good game. Out. Hell, they yeah. gave them a good game too. That was going a great out. game. That's a yeah. good game for a young QB like Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. And that young team of receivers to have. So, like you said, they're going to be around a, a long time. That's also a testament to a great franchise being able to skip the not skip a beat, going from mm-hmm. two Hall of Famer quarterbacks to what to a can potential only... third. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you do that? That's the blueprint. That's what. That's what a lot of other teams are looking for. Is that type of just being able to hit on the draft like that? That's that's amazing. So. It's going to be interesting. Um, conspiracy theorists out there who have taken a look at the past Super Bowl logo color schemes and <laughs> said how the script is written, all we have to do is open our eyes. With the logo being purple and, and a, like a deep red, I might be rolling. <laughs> I might be rolling with this conspiracy. <laughs> There might um, be a message. Because <laughs> there might be a little bit of a message. Because let's be real. The 49ers get to play either Detroit or Tampa. Do we are we I'm not seeing that as a very competitive game for the 49ers. So I love Baker, but no. Yeah, no. Nah. And then Baltimore's waiting on the Bulls or the Chiefs. I mean, the Buffalo Bills or the, the Chiefs. Bulls. Excuse me. <laughs> Bulls. 
I'm mixing them up. I'm mixing up my sports right now. Chiefs haven't been all that great. <laughs> Bills have to travel to Baltimore. Baltimore Stadium is proven to be it's proven to be one of them. You know how Seattle had the eleventh like yeah. The Ravens Stadium is one of them. Bamas can't hear. My man <laughs> CJ looked crazy yesterday. He's <laughs> constantly like this. <laughs> Clapping his hands, trying to get him to do it. <laughs> he couldn't hit nothing yesterday. That shit was amazing. So, uh, shout out to them. I, I really, I, I would love that ball. I would love that Super Bowl. I think it would be fun. I think it'd be entertaining. So, hopefully, it works out. But I, I see what y'all saying, conspiracy theorists. I, I see it. I see it. All right, enough of that. Let's get into some Jai news. Plus, Miss Janelle's about to take a nap, so <laughs> let's make sure we don't. Real quick, is your parlay still alive? No. Uh, no, no. I could remember if we did under or over on Lamar. but We should have did under on Lamar. I yeah. did over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Miss Janelle, DraftKings up. Oh, glad you asked. Because a couple of our listeners are struggling like me, and we keep going back to the apps. So I know what I put in. Struggling, you say? I know how much money I put into these joints. What exactly? What exactly is the struggle, though? If we're being honest, I mean, it ain't a struggle if you own. I I feel like I'm doing myself a service because I own some stock too. So all right, I mean, yeah, because they're up for the. So far, just the the year is new, mm-hmm. but um, they're up, and ooh, it's a good time of year. Yeah. Oh, okay, thirty eight dollars, thirty eight dollars a share. If I if I could just remind the listeners that I I purchased several shares at eleven dollars. Yeah, so I'm having a good time, mm-hmm. and keep uh, what is it that you kid what the kids doing parlaying and uh. Fantasy sports. Hey, man. Fantasy, yeah. March Madness coming. Yeah. Uh, basketball is in full effect. I believe in you. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Get money. Get money. I love it. Yay. <laughs> and DraftKings has beautiful deals and specials. And <laughs> Look, she's never opened the app ever. <laughs> Beautiful deals and specials is hilarious. One promo check, them, that check them out. Right. Yes, promos is what they are, and they'll. Uh... <laughs> yes, promos. Yes, is promos is crazy. Yeah. yeah, man, get involved with DraftKings. <sighs> John News. Blueface not scheduled to get out of jail until later this summer. Now, I saw something where this Bama was actually enjoying himself in jail. But look at this face. Yeah. But they, whoever's in charge of grabbing the Getty images, they be doing their thing. No. Uh, Blueface is behind bars over a probation violation uh, that he got hauled into court over last week. And now we've learned he ain't due to get out for a while. Months, in fact. In fact, excuse me. The rapper was making headlines on Friday after officials say he violated one or more of the terms of his probation in his club beatdown assault case here in L.A. from a few years ago. So this is this actually happened a few years ago, and they just 
<laughs> see major that was what post? he got probation for okay and so <laughs> he violated probation on that case which is gotcha. putting him in jail on Friday, there was a hearing scheduled in the case citing some type of pro- probation violation, although it's unclear what exactly he's alleged to have done. By the way, this was his, this was just the latest in several pro- probation violation hearings during the case. Uh, anyway, there was video of him making the rounds online as well, showing him presumably heading to court. In the clip, Blue said he was just there to handle some business, although he did hint at the possibility that he might be jailed right there on the spot, which he did. And then I saw, unfortunately, I cannot cleanse my timeline, but I did see some type of headline saying that he likes it there is lit or some <laughs> shit like that. Is that true? Or was that I, somebody just bullshit? I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, man. He seems like he has several unmet needs Yo. and jail might, might be serving him. Well, Let's move on. Couple living in storage unit kicked out after viral video. The Philadelphia area couple have been documenting their houseless journey on TikTok since last March. That's part of the problem. Don't share that shit. If you found a cheat code, cheat. Yeah. yeah. And and not only you he he filmed himself, his lady, showed their faces, showed yeah. Images of the storage facility where it was easily identifiable. No, you gotta poo shiesty that video. Yeah, you gotta yeah, have. Yeah, to you gotta look like you gotta look like you on drugs, Inc. <laughs> you recording? But I just, you know, if I'm coupled, because in the video that went viral, his lady was sleep on the couch while he was doing all of this. Mm-hmm. If you don't put that motherfucking camera down and go. <laughs> Go secure some <laughs> some additional income. This is not the time to be everything. an influencer. This is not the time. <laughs> Didn't no. I read on that he was trying to come up off the TikTok or some shit like That's that? That's what I'm saying. This yeah. is not a time to be an influencer. You got Mm-mm. me living in a fucking storage unit, my dude. And shout out to her, because I'm going to tell you what the fuck I'm not going to do. Uh, <laughs> never mind. You're talking about the storage unit? <laughs> See major, why your face look like that? Yeah, oh, somebody tweeted with the storage unit. Somebody tweeted because it's an interracial couple, and they were like, "Yeah, that's why black men date out because she's willing to be led by her man." And and people were commenting like, "Led where? Led to a fucking storage? Led to homelessness? Leading them, <laughs> leading her to the promised land? My man got a plan. He gonna come up. Look at him. How many views he get? He got somebody to put him in a hotel for now." This no. brother, this brother no. Leland, Leland Brown Jr. is a crazy name. But this brother, <laughs> this sounds like everything he's supposed to go through. But this brother, Leland, he is, he's on his way. Wow. You wild for everything he's supposed to go through. <laughs> Just niggas, niggas named niggas Leland named in Leland. 2024. Supposed <laughs> <laughs> to be struggling? Is that what you Yo, saying? Leland Brown. Watch your mouth, C Major. Watch your mouth. <laughs> You better not. I I I wish I wish Lisa would come say Leland is a great name for her. <laughs> Don't you like the name Leland? <laughs> get a text next week. Yeah, unfortunately the the baby didn't make it through the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I channel, channel my inner CEO on that one. I'm sorry, mm. y'all. <laughs> that was terrible. Let's let's get out of here. <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's go to some more uh, depressing news here. CMS gives hundred of teachers bonuses. They must now pay back. Is it a bonus or was it a loan? What are we talking about? No, it was a bonus that was given mistakenly. Oh, they can't have that. It's twelve fifty. Sorry, they gonna have twelve fifty to... was gone that same day. Sorry, yeah, twelve fifty is a come up. And then what you gonna do? Fire me because y'all short on teachers. <laughs> so nah, yeah, you, you, it's a wrap, Charlotte. Mecklenburg School District accidentally gave recruitment bonuses to two, oh <laughs> to 225 high school English teachers officials announced on Friday. Yeah, I recruited everybody. Everybody y'all yep. said I recruited. I recruited you. Matter of yep. fact, that's I have man. emails. That's my man. Matter of <laughs> fact, we Thursday. I'm about to say I'm photoshopping pictures together and some bullshit. <laughs> that's me at his baby shower. <laughs> yeah, that's my dude. Uh, bonus on paychecks dated January 12th. Oh, and I just got this? Oh, hell no. That's a wrap. You know right what I mean? Right after rent? 12 days. <laughs> right after Christmas and rent? <laughs> and yeah, nah. You ain't getting that back. I was, I've been, I've been, fu- I've, <laughs> I've been holding off on this flush of the flush system for <laughs> six months. I got that 1250, nigga. <laughs> Come <laughs> get it back. Come get it back from my from my corporation. <laughs> See, Major said, "Meet me at the Lion <laughs> Square up. It's on site uh, if you want that twelve fifty. What's up? <laughs> flush of the flush control. system makes me mad. <laughs> I just need y'all to know that." All right, Madonna sued for starting her concerts two hours late. Is this what we doing? Being hey, late, a, being late is apparently isn't is. Excuse me, yeah. being late apparently isn't always better than never, according to some Madonna fans. The singer is being sued by two ticket holders, accused of false advertising and negligent misrepresentation. According to the lawsuit, Madonna has was two hours late for all three of her concerts last month in Brooklyn. The plaintiff said most concertgoers didn't get out of the Barclays Center until after 1 a.m., and some claimed they then had to deal with limited public transportation and high costs. Why don't she she take a page from Beyonce and pay the city to keep the joints open? Taylor, a whole bunch of these artists out here, Who've, who've made a name for themselves, if they know they're running late or the weather is playing a role, whatever the case may be, you can petition, you can send a check over to MTA or whoever that is that runs New York public transportation. What the fuck are we talking about? So, um, niggas in the comments talk about Lauren Hill shook. <laughs> I was just, I was just about to say, Lauren... Lauren Hill, lucky she fuck. Like, what's wrong with us that we haven't sued Lauren yet? Somebody in the culture has got to sue Lauren. Somebody. Yeah, I mean, man. this is crazy. Because you one a.m. slow. It's crazy. I almost. I can't tell you how close I was to. 
I actually love the fact that Anita was on time for my show mm-hmm. um, last year around this time because we got back. I was in the house at 11 30. Oh, That's amazing. That's, That's amazing. That's unheard of. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. All right, let's keep this thing going. Bay Area DA admits six year olds' fentanyl overdose never happened. What is that about? Let's get that ad out of here. The Sonoma County District Attorney's Office has removed a public service announcement from its website warning parents about their kids overdosing on fentanyl after journalists approached the office with evidence that the central anecdote in the PSA never happened, according to the story published this week by Northern California Public Media. The audio story, a shocking warning to families about the supposed risk of fentanyl, featured a parent named Lisa claiming that she'd been at the playground with her six-year-old daughter. The little girl found and touched a pile of the powerful synthetic opioid, opioid fentanyl, causing her to fall down and go limp, according to the PSA. But when a reporter for NorCal Public Media asked for proof that the incident had actually occurred, Sonoma County District Attorney Carla Rodriguez admitted the announcement was not based on a true story and removed it from her office's website. What the fuck, young? There's enough bad shit going on that you don't have to make up a story like this. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's real shit. And I think that this was on the backs of police officers claiming to overdose on fentanyl after touching it. Um, which is false. And that's the thing. Like, the drug is dangerous enough. We don't have to, we don't have to fabricate stuff around it and to make it seem like more of a boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very irresponsible. Th- this is trash. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh man! Um, I feel like even a story in another area would suffice. Like you don't even <laughs> me hearing so, about I mean, fentanyl so many... in Arizona is is enough for me here in the DMV <laughs> to not want to fuck with it. Like <laughs> there's so much homelessness in the state of California that let's let's shift them. Like if you want to horror, there's enough horror stories out there. Is what I'm saying. It's craziness. Let's keep this thing going. Finesse two times called out for selling same verse to different rappers. His name is Finesse. <laughs> that picture's perfect. <laughs> the picture's like, what you want from me? I'm Finesse. What do you mean? Everything about that. Two times, you get two verse, two songs, same mm. verse. Yeah, it's... Louisiana rapper T.G. Comas hit Instagram this week to call out the Memphis artist. He alleged that Finesse lived up to his namesake and finessed the same verse two times. He then provided evidence of the verse being used on his song, Can't Pay For It, and on a rising rapper, Fast Money Ant song, All I Want. I'm just making this video for all my fellow independent <laughs> people in the rap game. Do not spend your money with these bitch-ass niggas, man, he began, because they will do some flunky bitch-ass shit and then act like they too busy. They so busy. You one verse having bitch ass nigga. Look, this is not even a new thing. I recall this was happening back in the 90s. 
a remix would come out, yeah, and it would be the same fucking verse you heard. It it was it was not an original verse. You would hear, and I can't think of one right off the top of my brain right now, but I know I've heard Gucci Man's verse repurposed hella mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there were a couple of Wu Tang members' verses repurposed back in the nineties based on remixes or whatever song was hot. It was a quick way to get some extra money. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you? (laughs) Do you you think that TG commas and Fast Money Ant have the type of fan bases that will intersect and and even realize? (laughs) That they had might be. These rappers might be at the top of their game. The the young folk might fuck with them heavy, but it just feels like I, think, I don't think too many people would have noticed. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it had anything to do with the I'm sorry. The, the up and coming rappers. If anything, it had more to do with finesse two time fans just searching his music and probably found oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it's the same verse. Yeah. Cause that's how I, that's how okay. I figured out. Uh, like you know, Gucci Man sold a verse. I think there was a verse on, um, Tierra Marie's on a Tierra Marie song that was the same on somebody else's song. And if you're a fan of Gucci Man, you're gonna find that. If you're a fan of Finesse, two times you're gonna find that. Not necessarily the same fan of TJ Commas and whatever <laughs> Fast Money at. You know what I'm saying? Sheesh. Let's keep this thing going. Watch I get a DM from Fast Money and talk about why am I disrespecting him? Disrespecting the shit out of me. Come on now. Flunky. (laughs) You on that one Uh, verse having ass nigga side? mm, mm. What is going on here? Okay, that one isn't working. So let me try one more. I don't know what story that was, Miss Janelle, but it didn't want to work for us. There's like forty of them in there. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. You was, you was, it was a lot. Um, this wasn't really a story, but because of the freezing cold temperatures in the Midwest, Rock, the Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana area, a lot of Tesla owners were feeling the pain as their batteries died rather quickly and none of the charging stations that are publicly accessible were working properly which left a lot of tesla owners stranded in the winter at first i thought this was a ploy by big diesel i was like who are these plants (laughs) but (laughs) but it appears to be true i saw more than one i actually saw quite a few videos of tesla owners complaining about these frigid temperatures in the battery capacity and not being able to get a, a charge. Now, see, Major, have you heard of any of these stories? This is more aligned with your yeah. place of um, business. It's not here. just Tesla. Uh, mm. Nobody's ready for this. <laughs> mm. The the big EV change, the push that they want to they wanna administer in what, like 2030 something or whatever? None of the manufacturers are ready for this, and I often allude. I remember this one time because we had a we had a family member who worked on the production of the casino in this area, and I remember mm-hmm. at a holiday gathering, you asked when they were unraveling the shit. He's like, "How how ready is it?" 
And he mm-hmm. said somewhere between 60 to 70 percent. And then shortly after their opening, that's when the baby girl touched the rail, got electrocuted. And yep. it's it's like that in the car production world as well. Um, probably about half of these vehicles are 60 to 70 percent ready to be out in the elements. And the EV vehicles, they they just haven't found the way yet. Yeah. EV vehicles do have a potential to be replacement. And I do think that they are the future. But like you said, the technology is just not there yet. And it could be a cause. It could be caused by dealers not really wanting to get out of, fully get out of gas and just kind of dragging their feet uh, with the necessary mon- money and funding available to to spend on the research to, to make sure that these electric vehicles are up to par. It could also be, um, you know, big gas is just pumping more money into the dealerships to just say, Hey, uh, we need, we need people to consume this oil. So keep making these cars the way you've been making them. Uh, I could see either one. I think another issue I think another issue, too, is the way that housing is set up in the U.S. is not conducive to the EV takeover because these stations came about because they were trying to sell more Teslas in urban areas where people don't tend to have garages or homes where they can have the charger at their house. If you live in an apartment, you know, some of the luxury spots will have, you know, maybe two or three charging stations but the way that we live is not conducive for a lot of people to actually be able to charge their vehicle at their home um and i think that that's something that wasn't considered um and that's going to be that's going to be something that needs to be overcome as well i know one thing when one of my trips into the office the entire we have a couple of garage floors dedicated to EV vehicles with charging stations, and all of them were packed. All of them. So uh, it's definitely a thing to keep an eye out for. I feel like in them old, uh, in those movies where uh, the revolution happens and you see uh, the protagonist running down I-95 with a bunch of cars just stalled and stopped. Oh, like a lot of them going to be EV vehicles if we don't fix this right away. Get it, get it under control. Uh, and get a get a house with a garage. What are y'all broke niggas doing? Hey, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck. Slim. And I know the, my manufacturer produces Ma'am. a hybrid electric battery where you could just plug it into your normal outlet. You don't even got to get nothing special with it, brokey. For real. The fuck? The fuck? As folks freeze to death in Milwaukee, Ohio pastor charged for offering shelter. This shit is crazy. I saw this pop up on my timeline and I thought it was absolutely bananas. Why? Uh, this is what we want. This is what we asked of the church. These are the things that the services that the church used to provide back in the day, and and was one of the ways in which it was more based on community than the the mega church mentality that that's out there now. And now this guy's being charged for this. This is crazy. But let, let's get into the story. 
Um, whose responsibility is it to protect the unhoused when it's freezing outside? The city, the state, homeless shelter, the church? Hold that thought for a minute. Winter is officially here with backbreaking heavy wet snow and a surge of Arctic air. Temps in Milwaukee are not expected to rise to the low double digits until Wednesday, and some people are still without power from last week's snowstorm. The unhoused become more vulnerable when when chills are at are in the single digits. Milwaukee County Medical Examiner's Office said Monday it was investigating three possible hypothermia deaths, including a 64-year-old, a 69-year-old, a 40-year-old. Um, Chris Avell, the pastor of Dad's Place in Bryan, Ohio, was arraigned in court last Thursday because he kept his church open 24-7 to provide warmth to the unhoused. Ohio law prohibits residential use in first floor buildings in a business district. Wait a minute. I, I found some uh, I found some interesting about that sentence. Since the church is zoned as a central business, okay, the building is restricted from allowing people to eat or sleep on the property. That's crazy. Is the church being charged business taxes? Cause then I might be rocking. But if they're still not being charged taxes, which I believe churches are not, then why can't he house the community? In the, you got all that space available, unused. The heat is on. You got a kitchen down here. Let's serve up some soup. Let's, let's protect the people of the city. What's wrong, what's wrong with this idea? And what is Ohio doing? If that's not See, the place for the them to go, go ahead, Ms. Janelle. The thing about it is, number one, you're, you're absolutely correct. The the whole reason why churches were supposed to be tax-free um, is that they were supposed to be providing these types of services that we would get as private citizens. We would get tax breaks for this type of um, charitable giving. Um, so that was the whole purpose, and that's what churches are supposed to be doing. But I think the larger thing at play here is we are watching basically community building becoming illegal. We're watching the state tear apart the ability for individuals to build community with each other. When we think about states that have laws against handing out water and food to people waiting to vote or standing outside giving food and water to protesters or, you know, this right here, we're trying to make, you know, there's states that are trying to make Fuck it, the Supreme Court is deciding can people sleep outside or can these states go and destroy um, encampments where unhoused people are living. So what we're watching here is basically we're making sure everything is super expensive. We're making poverty a crime on even more levels than it currently is. And now we're making community a crime. So I think this is part of a bigger push to um, to make us a full police state uh, to guarantee slave labor, <laughs> to guarantee that Americans suffer. It's bullshit is what it is. I saw a story also that just kind of reminds me of George Carlin 
one of Stor- uh, George Carlin's um, stand-ups, which if you are not a fan, if you've never listened to any of his stand-ups, I fully recommend, highly recommend that you do. And uh, I did see a story where some type of AI-generated hologram was going to be produced in George Carlin's image for him to address the state of the world. And one of the comments I saw under that post was George Carlin didn't like, if you knew anything about George, you know that this is exactly opposite anything that he would want his likeness to be a part of. So, Mm -hmm. um, but in saying that again, like it's just the irony of, of a church that we've been wanting, we've been wanting more stories of the church opening doors to the people. I mean, we, we heard about Joel Osteen closing the doors to people suffering in, in his city here. We have a church opening the doors to the people and then the government comes in to shut it down. It's absolutely ridiculous. All right, let's uh, see what's going on. Like, I don't even understand. I couldn't if I was a if I was an officer, I couldn't have even gone in to issue the violation. Not at all. Like that's just crazy to me. I, I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. Speaking of more ridiculous shit, in the Bay, in Oakland, in Oakland, the school allows COVID positive students to attend class. Is this? Is this a law? Is this are these the people who are doing like who 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 are advocating for their kids to build up the immunity? Is this the immunity? Was that term that people were trying to use uh, when they didn't want to take the shot? They were just like, "Well, we just need to catch it and build up our immunity." What was that shit? I forgot the 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 actual term for it, but I feel like this is along the lines. What the of movement that. was, yeah, yeah, what that movement was, yeah. Um, thousands of students in Oakland Unified School District are returning to their classrooms after winter break with fewer COVID-19 rules imposed by the district. OUSD announced new COVID isolation protocols Monday for students and school staff members based on updated guidance from the California Department of Health. California is a wild state because on the one hand, they have all of these regulations that dictate what you can buy, what materials can be used in the things that you can buy. But then when it comes down to the people, they really do not fuck with the people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, they make it incredibly difficult to buy yeah. a car in California. It's incredibly difficult to pass emissions in California, which I understand as far as, like, they have really strict green-related regulations certain materials, tables, things, just pick up, pick up something, pick up a, bo- a bookshelf that you might've put together for, from Ikea or a table that you might've put together. There's a sticker on that piece of furniture somewhere. And it says everywhere except California or some shit, you know, like it's always, it, California is always that state where you can't buy this because it, it didn't meet whatever rule. But when it comes down to it, and when you're talking about children in the state of California, they're more than willing and happy to put all of these sick kids in the same building with healthy kids and just be like, fuck it, let's see what happens. Why? Why? 
is this employ is this to get rid of the excuse for the employees for workers you know what i'm saying like if your kid is sick now you don't have no choice come come to work okay Got you, got you, got you. Ms. Janelle is having some technical difficulties, so she's going to drop and come and rejoin us. C Major is also MIA, so I'm going to keep this thing going until they come back. I am so sorry, good people. We are trying to figure it out here. Let's see here. What else do we have? Um, Let's go to... Here, since we was already on the t- subject of real estate and, and things and, and businesses, real estate owners saddled with half-empty office buildings as hybrid work trend continues. We know that businesses don't really like this. I know my job in particular has asked us to come in um, and are starting, and I'm starting to see that ramp up more and more where more and more jobs are asking their employees to come in. Um, And so with this news story, it feels like we're going to be back to five days a week sooner than later. The real estate owners saddled with half-empty offices, buildings, as hybrid work trend continues, which Janelle is is the story that we're into now, looking for signs the U.S. economy can continue to save to stave off a recession, avert your gaze from commercial real estate. City office buildings are in trouble for a century. The towers have been propped up by two pillars, one workers filling the buildings all week, and two, the money flowing freely in the form of loans to borrow, build, and buy. Those days are over. Hybrid work hardens from trend to new normal. Office occupancy rates have hit an all-time low. Meanwhile, interest rates have spiked to historic highs. And now the mortgage comes due. $1.5 trillion in commercial real estate loans expire in the next two years. And it's enough to make you rethink the future of cities. Um, especially New York is where you're seeing this the most. Atlanta is like a ghost town for the majority. It, it's bad. It, it looks bad. You got a lot of empty space. It's a lot of traffic. It's a lot, you know, and and I think we're all on the same hybrid schedule. Like everybody goes in Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Mm. Nobody's really downtown on Monday and Fridays. It dry it it dries up the economy as far as those lunchtime spots that you might um, visit while you're at work. Those uh, shopping, the the things that were a convenience are now starting to dry. The money's drying up. These people aren't there five days a week. They're not spending the money there. However, what I'm noticing as a as an effect of this is that I'm doing more local shopping. I'm fucking with the mom and pop shops right here in my neighborhood. I'm getting to know them. It, it feels like a neighborhood of what people used to think or used to talk about back in the day with a neighborhood. You went to the neighborhood deli. You went to the neighborhood market i'm starting to really hone in and find those mom and pop spots at least where i live so that we could support small businesses in that aspect but i do feel like a story like this is aimed at trying to encourage businesses to bring the people back sooner than they need to and 
they're really scared that these mortgages are going to fall and they're not going to get enough people back in these buildings. Well, the cat who was being interviewed here, they just straight up stop paying and let theirs fall into foreclosure. And the whole thing is, it's about appeasing the billionaire class. It's about appeasing these companies who have these holdings. It's about appeasing these people with uh, commercial real estate in their portfolios because what they could do to reinvigorate um, the business that has been lost from people not going into the office is turn all of that into low-income housing. And like you said, where people live, they shop. Mm-hmm. So if they had people living in those those buildings, then people would start shopping again, eating again, all of that. But they don't want to do that. They would rather see it fold and sit empty and crush workers. So here we are. I came back and there was a message saying Janelle's computer stopped recording. Yeah, I went out, came back. Okay. Yeah, she appears All to right. be back. It's it's back. Okay. We we cool. back live. Her little red dot is back, and I think that also was leading. Miss Janelle, you sounding like a little bit like a robot. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, I think we're gonna have Blue Haze is gonna have some fun with that audio again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to readjust my camera because the sun is sunning again. All right, y'all get to see. Another angle, <laughs> my edge, my my edgeless edges, and uh, <laughs> the other side of the room here. Okay, let's get into. I think that's it, Miss Janelle. Was there any other story in particular that you wanted to hit on? I'm gonna fuck about none of them stories. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know I, being in the house being. Being able to work comfortably. You I'm firing them off, yeah. You was firing yeah. them off. <laughs> hey. I said, oh, Miss Janelle ain't going nowhere. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Sophia home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, touchy subject, right? Mm-hmm. I just need to know, because I feel a certain way about this term, this phrase. And I don't know if I'm tripping or not, but... I feel a way when I hear people saying that their partner is not going nowhere. Ooh. <laughs> and um, I feel like that's something that could be said for oneself. But I think it takes a lot of gall to say that with your chest. I was watching a conversation on social media, and this person was saying with their chest, oh, she ain't going nowhere. And I know for me, I would take that as a challenge. Okay, like, so I, at, first, at first I was thinking. At, at first I was thinking you was saying it in the in terms of is it going anywhere? As it has no ambition. No, um, I'm now saying, I get I get what you're saying. Like, oh, yeah, she ain't going yeah, yeah, nah. And like, if I was scrolling, if I was that person's woman, I saw that. Oh, the movers will be here in 40 minutes. And I, in fact, am going somewhere. Because who the fuck do you think you are? But, you know, you know me. I'm an extremist. But my question I'm posing to y'all is, do y'all ever feel like there will be a stage where y'all can confidently say that your partner's not going anywhere? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) 
Come on now. <laughs> I wish you would. The door's unlocked, so she could try. I mean, she got the code. She got the code. She got the ADT code. She got the keys to the car. She has a car. She has somewhere she can go. Mm-hmm. But she's not going away. And this is not me saying it. This is her saying it. <laughs> Which I should be concerned. <laughs> now that I think about it. But yeah, I think uh, we've said it to each other. I don't I don't feel that that is crazy talk. But really? I, where, where it's crazy is if one person is saying Yeah. Yeah, that's where it's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> because you don't feel like it it kind of swerves you into potentially taking your partner for granted? No, I think a lot more discussion has to be had. When I say we both say it, We've had a deeper conversation. We've had the hard talk of this is no longer working out for either one of us. What what's the plan? Relationship like the relationship drives we we still good. We're still friends enough to be able to share this place. That's what that's the conversation we had. Okay. All said and done, romantic shit like it's over. You know, when it's not a root, we, we can't we can't fake through it. We could still live in the same place. We could still coexist. We could still share these bills because I know one motherfucking thing. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> it makes what makes sense. What is is what makes sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but a deeper conversation needs to be had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. So it doesn't yeah, sound deep, crazy to me. Our conversation was a little different. It was long game for sure, but it was more along the lines of if it like really begins to become like, you know, no love really in there and it's just about how who can who can manipulate the other in the worst way. Like if one of us end up fucked up medically, like <laughs> like, all right, my, my joy is now going to come by feeding you mashed potatoes every day, even though I know you probably want something else. Like, it's we're going to find a way to spice it up. Like, but we're not going nowhere. Uh, our conversations were very different, Mr. Janelle. <laughs> You're willing to spice it up with hatred? Just to make it a little funny. Oh, man. Different, I, totally different conversation over here. <laughs> totally different. Totally different. I don't know. I think if I ever felt like... Well, no, that's that's terrible. I'm always ready say to go it. for... No, say it. You can't do that. You can't do that. The people want to know. No, I was like, if I ever felt like he wasn't going anywhere, I might stop trying. And mm. I mean... <laughs> I think for me, I would slide into taking one for granted. And that's not fair. And I don't feel like our relationship is jail. No. And I'm always yeah. I'm always on the tip where he could wake up and be like, uh, you know what, I'm not fucking with you no more. And I'm gonna be straight. You know what I mean? So I feel like yeah. that too. <laughs> Don't, don't get me wrong. I still feel like that. I, that's there's a there's. I think we both feel like that. I think Jerosmo mm-hmm. and I both feel like 
if worse come to worse come to worse, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is, and business-wise, it just makes more sense for us to coexist in the same space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's all that, you know, that's basically what it comes down to is like, hey, when the shit hits the fan, what, what are we going to do? Yeah. I think I think that's another piece of why I feel differently because I've only gone into many business and my situation. Mm-hmm. We not we not on big business in here, um, which I think makes it. Oh God, I'm just so terrible. <laughs> it makes it easier to, to do. My signature, not on this, not on this, not on that. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense. No, makes but sense. I mean, I, I don't have better words. I feel uh, you. Yeah, no, no, I feel you. no, I talk how you talk, B. <laughs> you know, he, it's fucked up because the homie's going to only He's gonna hear it. He he's only gonna, edits. He's only going to pay attention to your vocals. <laughs> don't. Don't be mad when you hear this back and it's all changed. Yeah, this nigga AI the is whole... the shit. <laughs> AI is the shit right now. Yo, no, but... this segment praising. We gonna this be nigga. like, right? <laughs> we gonna no, be like, but... no, I kind of get it, Mister Damn. No, I really love that nigga. Like, he never... I ain't going nowhere ever. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing. It's like. I actively do love him and I actively want to be here, but I respect the fact that he's his own person and he might not be on the same page as me. So I'm going to be like, all right, cool. If that's, (laughs) if that's the situation, because we don't have, you know, (laughs) we don't have a lot of business. I think that would be different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, C majors, is getting into big business with uh, his fiance, and I, I would hope that you start to have those conversations, like those long term conversations. What does this look like? What are we doing future wise? Some one of the most beautiful things that happened to us this week, and then we can, you know, we can dip after this. But uh, Rappi Chulo came came to us. Um, their their grandfather um, had policies on on them, and those policies mature in the next few, uh, very close, very soon. And so we talked to them about, we talked to Rapachulo about it, like, what, what are your plans? Do you plan on, you know, just keeping it in there? Are you taking it out? What's going on? Because there's some opportunity there. A lot of us... I know I had a policy at one point in time, but shit hit the fan and my parents couldn't keep it going, so it dropped. But to have that little cushion in your mid-20s where you can just wake up and have five digits in your bank account if you need it is an amazing thing. So we talked to them about it, and they all have very smart plans on what to do with the money. One, Propichillo's like, well, that account only yields. This is this this was the shit. This was the shit. Okay, Miss Janelle, you already smiling. If I keep it there, that account only yields like seven percent. But I could put it in a Vanguard and get eleven. Yeah, I love that. 
I love that. And so that when we talk about big business, I feel like had it not been us together, me stumbling and learning and, and kind of, you know, together with their father and their grandfather, all of us re just pushing that same message mm-hmm. that they will have the same type of thoughts when it comes to what makes sense, you know, financially, emotionally as well, but more importantly, the emotions come and go. Finances are um, what's going to keep you afloat in this country. So right. I was very proud to hear all three of them have a plan and that works for them. You mm-hmm. know, somebody's going to leave it all in there. Someone's going to take it out, pay for student loans. Some going to, hey, I ain't keeping it here when I can get 11% over there. It makes sense mm-hmm. for all three of them. And so those are the type of conversations that I think if you have it early and often with your kids involved, it'll, it'll, that's the reward. I was just like teary-eyed sitting there. Like, I ain't even, whew, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I like the energy. I like where everybody's head's at right now, so. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I, think, I guess and go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think I, I think that your, your, the the touchy subject question has it does definitely depend on perspective because when I hear like not going nowhere, I don't feel like if it, it's like somewhere like it's an upwards chart and it hits a a like a a cap as far as what you're doing to make your partner not want to go anywhere. I feel like it's just an ongoing like horizontal plane that has, you know, peaks and valleys mm-hmm. as far as you continuing to do the work to make your partner not want to go anywhere. At least for me, like I'm if I feel like I've hit not go nowhere status, well shit, I'm going to keep this shit going and also find new ways to continue to not Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe want to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whereas Miss Janelle is ready to be like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, nigga?" <laughs> A couple dinners and <laughs> the last twenty minutes of this podcast is going to sound drastically different. <laughs> no, nah, it's just one of those things where I never think shit is sweet, and so I think mm. if I was to be on that tip, oh, he ain't going nowhere. That's that's me. That's delusion. That's me thinking shit is sweet. And I don't know if that's a trauma response <laughs> that I can't ever get to a space where. I think shit is sweet. Um, but I just, I, I I understand that people, you know, people are people. We human. Mm-hmm. And, hey. It's good to keep that in the back of the mind as well. I, I would say place a little further in the back of your mind. Than- <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, but when I saw it though, like I, I literally went to. I wish a motherfucker would. I wish a motherfucker would get so comfortable to say, "Oh, Janelle ain't going nowhere," because I'm gone that day, and I don't care what. <laughs> I don't care what the status is. We could be feeling good. We I could swear. be. See, <laughs> major. When I tell you, she's been like this, this since shit. twelve. <laughs> <laughs> since twelve, C major. Damn, nigga we, could just be saying that shit genuinely feeling good yo, about the relationship and whole. We good. She, she like, going away. And her shit is packed up. And oh, she's the flight bad. is booked. Yeah. Like she's not even going, she's not even moving away locally. Like you just No, <laughs> bet. I'm not going anywhere. Watch me. And that's just 
But Chanel got backup apartments already <laughs> lined up. That's real yeah. shit. That shit's crazy. But she now I realize right uh, back to the Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> but now I realize that um, you know, because I'm I'm at the stage in in my therapy journey where I just go and check in like every ninety days. I feel like I might need to schedule a session to <laughs> to address why I'm I'm so eager and ready to be like oh. <laughs> Fuck that! No, it's make sure you let them know that it's been, since, at least since say my my good partner said since I was thirteen I've been ready to. <laughs> Just see the damn. You'll never find all of that. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, Miss Janelle, was- y'all looking y'all looking like locked in y'all y'all gonna make it. Feel confident about y'all relationship? Look like y'all ain't never going nowhere. <laughs> God dang. No, that's the thing, though. I do feel confident. I feel good about the situation that I'm in. And I feel like for me, I could say, I'm probably not going nowhere. But I don't mm-hmm. ever feel comfortable saying that about the other person. I think that that's a level of gall that I won't have just because I feel you because if you if you do say that <laughs> shit and then the, the, you meet up with your partner later and they <laughs> it's over <laughs> and you gotta be careful once you get to the point where Gerasmo and I are where we had the conversation it can't the problem I I be having is in the heat of a mo- moment with them arguments. <laughs> you can't say it then. Mm. Like, you can't bring it up right then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just say, "I'm sorry, baby," and you walk <laughs> in, go to your sunroom. Be like, "She ain't going nowhere." Where the fuck you gonna, you gonna go? go? <laughs> oh, you go to a private spot and talk your shit. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I hop on the game. Big spoon, and then it's over. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Let me big spoon you, and it's over. I'm just saying. You're just saying. I'm kidding. I kid. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you dead ass. <laughs> Thank you for this touchy subject. Really appreciate that, Miss Janelle. Um, thank you all for listening to this episode. We struggled through. We we. <laughs> I be hoping. I cross my fingers every episode that nobody has to leave and come back. I'm sorry, Blue Haze. It's going to be another rough one. We'll figure mm. it out. We'll figure yeah. it out soon. Um, so our producers, we are going to take a reset and get back to it. You will get a producers-only episode this week. We will be featuring... I asked my teammates here to watch two movies, and boy, was it a... <laughs> it was an adventure. If you want to hear our takes on Kevin Hart's lift 
and Denzel Washington's Equalizer 3, I would highly recommend that you join Patreon so that you can hear, so that you can see Miss Janelle's face <laughs> when we start talking about Lyft. <laughs> And just monitor the difference when we switch over to Equalizer 3. And even for those who are listening, you probably <laughs> might hear it <laughs> in, in the vocals. No, nah, this know. is going to be one you need to watch. But yeah, you definitely want to watch. You're going to want to watch this one on Patreon. Happy belated birthday. Shout out to Tata. Tata. Jita. Hey. Oh, wow. Uh, come on. <laughs> <Jeter. laughs> come on. <laughs> The Capricorns are running it right now. It's a whole rack of y'all. We we salute. Happy birthday. We love you. Tata, I did not call you. I'm so sorry. Uh, By the time you see this, I would have called you. (laughs) Shout out out to Breezy F. Lazy. She check in every six months. Oh, what's up? Hi. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, I'm out next Sunday. We might have a special guest. Uh, reached out to our special guest. He said he was down. So I'll share that information with y'all. Get y'all group chat and get y'all together. I'm brunching with the professional brunchers like, next Sunday. Had to so take hard. a day off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's different. They Good luck, different. man. Yeah, man. You, you, you rolling with a champion. Is it a multi-spot? Or y'all, y'all holding one, down? It, we holding down one spot. From what okay. I understand, the drinks are strong. I haven't really been partaking like that, so hmm. I'm gonna try to hold. My, I'm gonna try to hold. My, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. We're not doing one for. One. I'm not matching it. Don't be a hero, Grease. Yeah, 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 I can't do it. I just my sciatica. I just can't. <laughs> Wait, nigga. shit that don't even got shit to do with shit. Like you just. Like... Sadica, my hip hurt. I, I, Look my, my, my mobility, like, my mobility's <laughs> fucked up. I just can't. Yeah. Vertigo was kicking in this morning. Yeah, like, nigga, I just can't. I just can't. Mm-hmm. My, my, my circumference is <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my circumference. My radius is off. I can't fuck with her like that next next Sunday. But <sighs> as always, you can find us on reels at reels and feels on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at T Greasy on. Twitter and Instagram. I'm Davis Dos. You can find me on Twitter at C Major, P U H C E E. That's C E E Major, P U H C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E E Major. Fuck that UK nigga. Hit the link in both those bios. Get into any and everything. Thanks for listening. <laughs>